Hello and welcome to the Movies My Wife Won't Watch podcast. My name is Matt and I'm here with my wife Andrea. Yo. Episode one! Yeah! So first of all, excuse any audio issues along the way. This is our first attempt at this and hope everything goes Maybe well. Maybe our last. <laughs> so today we're going to be talking about the movie Commando. Fantastic. Um, but first before we get into that... I want to talk a little bit about, you know, the podcast. So what types of genres do you not like to watch, basically? Um, horror. You know horror, for sure. Right. Westerns. Most westerns. Thrillers, ones that keep you on the edge of your seat and you're like, oh my gosh. I feel like I have high blood pressure right now and I have to leave the room. And ones that make me cry. You know, I can't watch A Dog's Purpose. I didn't watch Hachi with you. We're going to have to do those probably one day again. Potentially, yes. <coughs> so, action movies too, right? Um, Depends. Right? The, the Commando, yeah, no. Yeah, no. No. But you have to tell the audience why we decided to do this podcast. Like, what is this based off of, really? I think you should do that explanation. You do it better. Well, aside from the fact that you woke up in the middle of the night and were like, yeah, I need to do this podcast about <laughs> movies. It'd be awesome. And I'm like, yeah, that'd be cool. Well, what typically happens, it's like mostly on Saturday mornings, I feel like, right? Where, like, you get up early and I'm sleeping in. And I'll get up and be like, hey, what'd you do? Oh, I watched this movie. And I'm like, oh, that's nice. How was it? <laughs> and you're like, oh, it was good. I was like, oh, awesome. Right. And you're like, want to hear about it? I was like, okay. So you tell me the whole entire plot. <laughs> well, because usually you keep asking me questions as I'm explaining stuff and then I'm like, well, I'll just explain the whole thing. Well, so. I'm always like, no, you don't have to. You don't have to. It's fine. Just stop it. And you're like, no, no, I'll finish it. You do to tell you do tell a good movie though. That's a gift you have. Oh, I appreciate that. I hate telling movies. I hate retelling stories. You do a good job. So should we get into this? Let's do it. Okay, so mm. Commando. Uh released in nineteen eighty five. Um one of Arnold Schwarzenegger's uh, first movies, I believe. Um, first couple movies at least. So we'll just dive right in to essentially what... He doesn't normally tell me that stuff, so you guys are really special. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the movie starts and there's this garbage truck that's driving up the street. And there's two guys on the back of it, obviously, because it's a garbage truck. So... Is that obvious? I don't know. I didn't know that was obvious. <laughs> <laughs> so it's really loud and... It wakes up this guy who's in bed with his wife, and he's like, oh, crap. Is it at, it's really early in the morning. <laughs> it's not super early, okay. but what's odd about this is like the... <laughs> it's already annoying. <laughs> Can't <isn't> finish. <laughs> Go ahead. So <laughs> what's weird about this is that, like, nobody else has got their garbage out on the street. Like, this this Ooh. truck is going up the street sus. or whatever. So Totally sus. He, the garbage truck backs up to this guy's house and the guy runs out with his garbage. He's like, oh, I'm going to miss the garbage truck. 
and he comes out with his garbage in both hands and he says, oh, I'm afraid you, you almost missed me. And he's like, and the, one of the guys on the garbage truck steps down. And he's like, we won't. And they both just start unloading. Of course. And shooting at him. So. Um, what a moron. He didn't even see anyone else's garbage out. He, <laughs> he might have deserved to die. I don't know. <laughs> anyway. So he, so the, um, this guy named Cook, the black guy, he ends up shooting this guy and then he dies. Okay. So the driveway. guys on the truck. Right. Are they good guys or bad guys so far? Uh, you know? we'll, we'll get into that. Okay, sorry. Go ahead. What are, you know so, their names? Yeah. So the black guy's name is Cook. Okay. And I'm not quite sure that what the other guy so is. That is so racist, by the way, honey. <laughs> anyway, go ahead. Okay. So <laughs> the next scene, Cook is at a car dealership, and he's looking at this like Cadillac or something, and it's in one of those dealers where the outside of the the dealership is like this big window, basically. Well, yeah, like all dealerships. Yeah, so the sales guy's talking to him. He's like, yeah, you're going to love this car. This thing's the best ever. And and uh, so he gets in the car, and the sales guy's like, yeah, what do you think? You know, it feels nice. You know, you think this is something you're interested in? And, he's and he like, pulls out a gun and shoots him. No. <laughs> he's like, the best thing about it is the price. And he just starts it up, and he starts he backs it up first and the guy's like hey you can't drive that in here and then he goes and he smashes through the window of the dealership and then ends up hitting the sales guy in the process and like knocking him off the hood and then just drives off down the road so then the next scene you see this guy walking down this dock basically and his name is bennett so you'll find that out as we go here so is he's walking down this dock. Is this in a lake? On a lake or in the ocean? No, I think it's in the ocean. Oh, okay, I need these details. So he goes and he gets on board this ship and it looks like he's, you know, going to go to work or whatever, like it's a fishing boat. And the boat starts to pull away with this guy on it. And then it, the scene goes back to Cook on the dock. And... He basically he's got this thing in his hand that looks like a little remote, mm-hmm. and as the boat's going out into, he blows it up. He pushes blows a button, and up. the whole boat yeah. just blows up. So, so he's an assassin. It sounds like, yeah. So, so he's obviously a bad guy. Um, he was um, started out shooting the guy with his garbage. Got it. So then, basically, the intro credits start at that point, and it's. Arnold Schwarzenegger, and it's funny because there's a lot of zooming in on his biceps, and (laughs) he's carrying this huge log. Like, this log is probably, like, 14 inches across in diameter, and it's probably, like, 10 feet long, and he's got it up on his shoulder as he's walking down this path. (laughs) No, it's a real log. It shows how strong he is. So his name is John Matrix, um, Colonel John Matrix to be exact. And essentially what they do is (laughs) they, uh, so they're they're showing him walking through the, um, through the area and it's kind of like he lives in the mountains and then 
they go to him chopping wood. And Just to show how buff he is. He's essentially, yeah. Mr. Universe. So the other thing I want to mention here is... This is music. really detailed. This just everyone knows this is a lot more detailed than normal. <laughs> so the other thing I want to mention <coughs> is the music, which I think is hilarious throughout the whole movie. It's this steel drum like, music. Like uh reggae? Yeah, like, Sweet. like Jamaican music. Jamaican and, be crazy. <laughs> and uh the saxophone that <laughs> plays at the end of the steel drum, but that's the Kind of the main theme mm-hmm. is this this steel drum that plays. Um, so then we see he's chopping wood, right? And then he sees this shadow come up behind him, and he quick turns around, and it's his daughter. Oh, so he man, picks she her up. Kill, and, kill her. You're <laughs> no, so lucky. He picks her up and hugs her. And um, okay, then, which actress is this now? Is this like Alyssa yes, Milano? Yes, this is Alyssa Milano, oh. and I believe I mean I she's probably part like, of this one. Yeah, she's probably like. Gosh, I would say 13, 14 years old in mm-hmm. this movie, I think. So it's got to be one of her first movies. Mm. So then the montage starts. It's an 80s oh, movie, right? Yeah. So What's the song that plays over it? It's just the that, reggae music? It's just that thing. It's not reggae music. It's just, it's, it's kind of like this steel drum theme or whatever. Mm. Um, so they're eating ice cream together and then they're feeding a deer in the forest. And <laughs> <laughs> it's... It's hilarious. So then they're then they're fishing together, and then they're he just reaches his hand in and just grabs out some. No, bass, they're actually using fishing bass. poles. Oh, that's good. And then they're swimming together, and then so they're in the mountains where they live, basically. And you can tell he's really isolated. He's there with his daughter, and this helicopter flies in and flies over the house and buzzes the house, and he's like, you know, what's going on? So the helicopter lands. And this guy gets out, and he's got two army men with him. And this, so this guy is Major General Kirby. Kirby. So Matrix, essentially, Kirby led his unit when was he, he was in the vacuums? army. No, he wasn't oh. selling vacuums. Oh, anyway. And he tells Matrix that the guys from his unit, the yeah. unit that um, Kirby led that, that Matrix was a part of, mm-hmm. are being killed off. So he's concerned about that, and he. Ew, so Cook, is, you find out that Cook is killing off the guy. The guys that have died so far in his army unit. Yeah, so the guy that's bringing the garbage out was in his unit, and Got so it. was Bennett actually. Okay. So he's like, "We want you to, you know, we're just letting you know, basically." And he's like, "Well, I'm not doing anything. I'm retired. Like, I don't want to take care of this stuff anymore." So. Mate or um, like Kirby is like, I'm gonna leave these two army guys here to help protect you, and um, like he needs help. Yeah, exactly. Come and on. and Arnold's like, are they good? And he's like, yeah, they're the best. You gotta do your Arnold impression music. <laughs> Come on, you got a good one, honey. It's like, sure. are they good? Are they good? <laughs> <laughs> so, anyways, so he he leaves, and um. All of a sudden, Matrix kind of turns and, and looks out into the distance and then gunshot. So he dives down and then there's just gunfire everywhere and he's doing an army crawl in and one of the army guys is hit. And he from says the helicopter. to him, One of the army guys from the helicopter. Yeah, yeah. Him. So there's only two of them there. And he's laying down inside the house and, he's, and Matrix is like, you all right? And he's like, 
I'll, you know, I'll be okay. I'll live or whatever. And, uh, so he's trying to find his daughter and essentially she gets kidnapped and they drive off with her. Um, so what he does is he this runs out to his like truck. True lies. <laughs> so he, far. <laughs> he runs out to his truck and he, mm. he's going to start it, but he sees that the hood is up. So he lifts up mm. the hood and like all the stuff is pulled out, out of it. So he can't start it. So what does he do? He basically shuts the hood and he starts pushing the truck what? down this hill. And then he jumps into the truck to basically drive yeah. drive it down. So as these guys are leaving, they're going down this driveway that kind of winds like a snake basically. Yeah. And he's coming straight down through the middle. So he misses them the what? first time and he's just bouncing all over the place. And then he misses them. The second time, but then he like flips it at the end and like gets a out glove? and he walks up and then it blows, blows up. up. Um, but then the guys stop and they're like, you know, attacking him and he's like fighting. It's a lot of like hand to hand combat. And then they basically wrap him up and, and hold him down. And who walks out? But Bennett. Bennett is there and there, he's like. The, the commander? No, that's Kirby. Bennett was the was guy that was on the boat in the beginning. Oh, that's and they're like, he's like, yeah, I'm really upset that I got thrown out of the unit. So and wait a minute, why he faked his own death, basically, on the boat? Yeah, essentially. Was, we'll we'll kind of get into that. So you discover that even though it looked like he was blown up in this boat by Cook. He was still alive and like he was planning all of this. Yeah. So essentially what happens is Kirby finds out that these guys are dying Mm -hmm. and he goes to Matrix to say, hey, we want to let you know. Yeah. Kirby, right. Yes, I got got all that Right, right. Well, they need to sell this idea to get him Involved. involved basically. So that's why he fakes his death. But Bennett's essentially a bad guy as you probably already figured out. Okay. So then we go to the next scene and you basically meet the gang of thugs that are kind of the main characters in this movie. So there's this guy named Sully. Sully. Okay, we got Kirby, Sully, Matrix, and Bennett and Cook. Right, yeah. So Sully's kind of a real weaselly guy. It's it's an 80s movie, so he's wearing like this. He's got slicked back hair. He's got sunglasses on and he's got like this fancy suit and stuff. Oh, no. No, It's not a leather jacket. I was thinking Michael Jackson. So then there's this this other guy called Arius who wants to kill Arius. Arius. Yeah. So he used to be president of this country called Valverde and he wants to be president again. Mm -hmm. So he wants Matrix to go in to Valverde and kill the president so that this other guy can be reinstalled as president, Arius. Arius, okay. Because his unit essentially helped install the president that's there now. His name is Velasquez. So Matrix unit as part of Army Special Forces stuff helped install this new president. Gotcha, gotcha. And kicked out Arius. Got it. So Arius and now they're kind of like, in, basically. yeah, so they're kind of blackmailing him. Yeah, so they kidnapped his daughter yeah. and they're forcing him to go down there to do this. Those bastards. So then the other 
gang of thug guy is his name is Henriquez. Henriquez? Yeah. Okay. And uh, he's this like tall black guy. And so they go to the airport. They load him up into a car and they drive Matrix to the airport. And Henriquez and Sully and Bennett are there. And Bennett stays in the car and basically Sully and Henriquez are going to force him to get on the plane to fly down to Valverde. Okay. And Bennett is like, um, you know, you gotta, you gotta do this for us or there's going to be problems with your daughter or whatever. And he leans into the window matrix and he says, don't worry, Bennett, I'll be back. Ooh, so he uses, yeah, he uses his catchphrase and actually, is that the first time? No, because Terminator came out in 84, which was the year before Commando. So he introduced it in in Terminator, but that was his catchphrase. So he used it again in this movie. Totally pimping on that one. So they're basically starting to walk into the airport and, and, uh, Sully says some stupid joke about whatever, and Matrix says to him, "He's like, you're a funny guy, Sully. I like you. So you I'm need gonna... to you need to do it in your Arnold voice. I'm sorry. It's just it's just seriously. Better. Yeah, seriously. He's like, you're a funny guy, Sully. <laughs> I'm gonna. I like you, so I'm gonna kill you last. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> so that." That's you know the classic Arnold one-liner. Um, you got definitely, a bunch of those. definitely one of the good ones. Yeah. So Henriquez and uh, Matrix get on the airplane, and Sully watches them get on, and he asks Matrix asks the stewardess for a pillow and blanket. So he gets that, and she walks away, and they're sitting in first class. And he leans like he's stretching, like yawning or whatever. And he goes and he elbows the guy in the face. So subtle. And then he basically puts his arm around his neck, like he's giving him a hug. And then he just cracks his neck. Mm. So he essentially kills the guy. And then he covers him up with the blanket and he puts his hat over the top of him. And uh, the stewardess comes back and he's like, don't disturb my friend. He's dead tired. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. So he gets up and then he basically, he needs to get off this plane, right? So he goes down into the cargo hold and he finds this area and then he opens it up and then he looks down and you're looking at essentially where the wheels come out of the bottom of the plane. Right, right, right. So he crawls down the wheels or the wheel and the plane's just about starting to take off from the outside. And he jumps off the plane into like this, I don't know, retaining pond or whatever at the end of the air strip. Right. So then he gets up and he looks down on his watch and he sets his watch to 11 hours because it's an 11 hour flight to Valverde. Got it. So basically when the plane gets there, he's got to do what he's got to do. But so he's got 11 hours to basically get his daughter back. Right. Before they find out that he's not on the plane down in Valverde. That is a really long flight, by the way. It is, yeah. So he goes back to the airport and 
Sully, in the meantime, is on this payphone, and right next to him is um, Raydong Chong. I don't know if you know who that is. I don't she's think so. like this. Um, she's an actor. She's been in a bunch of different stuff. What have I? What do you think I've seen that she's been in? I'm not sure offhand, but anyways, you have to know these things. You have to anticipate my questions. <laughs> so she is a stewardess or a flight attendant. And her name is Cindy and she's talking to somebody on the phone and he's like, listen, listening to her conversation and she gets off the phone and he's like, Hey, you want to have a good time? And she's like, leave me alone. You creep. And she starts heading out, but he follows her Mm -hmm. and they go into the uh, parking garage and matrix uh, essentially, I don't know if you want to say kidnaps her, but he gets in her car and he doesn't, it's like a little, like a Carmen Ghia kind of Miata type car. It's really small. Yeah, I don't know cars, but I know Miatas. I know Miatas. <laughs> yeah, so, so he he rips the passenger seat out. Makes sense. And he sits just in on the, the back f- seat. <laughs> he sits on the floor because <laughs> oh. there no there's seat. not enough room for him to sit right, in there. Right. And he's like, he's leaning down and he's like, follow that car. So Sully's driving this. Follow that car. <laughs> this yellow Porsche. And... So they start following him and basically she's like, you know, what are you doing? What do you want from me? And he's like, this guy wants me dead. (laughs) And she's like, I've only known you for five minutes and I want you dead too. (laughs) (laughs) So that was kind of funny. Um, But then anyway, Sully goes to this shopping mall and he goes to meet this guy to get passports and other stuff for whatever and he matrix tells cindy to go in and basically flirt with him so that they can keep following him to see where he's going well instead of doing that she goes and she tells the cops that this guy is like harassing her and matrix Mm -hmm. and then all the cops basically the cops in the uh, mall, which are those sec- mall cops, security guards, basically. What is that mall cop movie? Paul Blart. <laughs> Paul Blarts are coming out. Yeah, basically. So <clears throat> they they radio to each other, and this guy, this cop, is talking to these girls, and he's like, you know, hey, check out my gun, <laughs> whatever. And then oh, he gets so the 80s. call on the radio, and so 80s. and he's like hey, you want to go see me kick some butt? <laughs> and so he goes and he he um, he sees Arnold, or uh, Matrix, I keep wanting to say Arnold. Well, it is Arnold. Yeah, so he That's sees, I, I want to call him by the characters though. So yeah, okay, gotcha. he sees Matrix and he's like, okay, I, I see the guy. He's like, he is one big m and <laughs> And he says on the this radio. This is a clean podcast, Yeah, by the way. we'll try and keep it clean. Yeah. <laughs> so Sully comes out and he sees Matrix and he's like, oh, crap. You know, so he's got to run. Anyway. He runs to the this phone booth to call, I think, Arius and tell him that Matrix is not on the plane. Well. How did that? So how, wait a minute. How did that guy know now? Sully? Yeah. How did he see him there at the mall? Sully, he came out. 
he came out of the restaurant that he was in and, and he saw him. He just all happened the, to be. All the cops were swarming around this so guy. So it was like this commotion going mall. on. Oh, okay. Yeah, they followed him to the mall. Oh, okay. I, didn't, I missed that part. Sorry. Yeah, so they followed him to the mall. So he's he goes to make a call in this phone booth and plot, Matrix plot goes and he literally picks up the phone booth with him in it. Is he like Captain America? He's got super yeah. So he like shakes it and stuff, and then Sully gets out, and then he goes and he runs after Sully. They get in the car, and Cindy's with them. Actually, he takes off first, and then Cindy runs out, and she's like, "Hey, you're not going anywhere without me," because it's her car. So she jumps in, and they basically they get in this car chase, and then they go up on this mountain road. They're gonna end up together, aren't they? <laughs> Arnold and Cindy. I don't think so. Well, we'll oh, see. Anyway. So Sully's driving this yellow Porsche and then they basically get up on this mountain road and he like s- side swipes him and Sully puts his car up on the side. Ooh, on two rails. Uh, no, rails. like it's like he, f- he flips it and it's, it's on laying on its side. Oh, gotcha. And then... After he does that, Matrix slams his car like head on into a telephone pole, and they're totally fine. You know, of it's, course, yeah. It's, so they get out, it's the movies. and Sully's like stumbling out of the car, and he's like bloody nose and stuff, and he's like, you know, hey, you're, you know, you're not gonna. You said you're gonna kill me last. He said or whatever. <laughs> Well, he he's like shaking him down for information. He wants to know where his daughter is, right? Right. So he gets this hotel key from him that Sully has, mm-hmm. and he he's holding him up over the edge of this mountain cliff, essentially mm-hmm. by the road by one leg. Mm-hmm. So he's got one arm holding his one leg, he's and he's holding soldier. him out over, yeah. and he's like, "Sully, remember when I promised to kill you last?" <laughs> I lied <laughs> and he drops him and he goes and he falls down this huge cliff and dies. So then he gets in. Um, they're like, well, what are we going to use for a car? Because they went into a telephone pole right, with this right, girl's right. car. Right. So he essentially grabs the car that's up on its side and he pulls it down. Of course. So it's laying like flat like a regular car. And then he's like, we'll use this. And he gets in and he, they uh, drive to the hotel after that. And they go into his room and they're looking around and they're searching for stuff and they're trying to find, you know, information about where his daughter is and they don't find anything. And then essentially Cook pulls up to meet Sully at his hotel. Oh, yeah. And he's driving this, you know, this big Cadillac or whatever. So he gets out and she opens the door and he's like, who are you? And she's like, oh, I'm just hanging out with Sully or whatever. So he's like, you know, let me in. So he gets in and Arnold's behind the door and he, they just start fighting after that. So they're like punching each other and, you know, throwing each other around the rooms. And then he throws them into this other room, which is like that adjoining door between suites. Oh, yeah. So he goes through that door, Cook. There's no way that, that, that door and there's are a, super heavy. Another usually. couple in there and the girl's screaming and Whatever. and Cook stands up and I oh, think he geez. pulls out a knife, if I remember right, and he's like F you <laughs> <A."> <laughs> 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 
And then Arnold's like, F you, eh. <laughs> so then Classic. they start fighting again. And You um, said, you told me this before. You said it so much better. You got to do it again. You got to say those, both of those lines before. <laughs> you like, do it. <laughs> so Cook says to Arnold, he's like, F you, eh. And then Arnold's like, F you, eh. <laughs> But he like raises his tone or whatever. You you did it so much better before. Yeah. So F you, eh? <laughs> yeah. So they fight some more, and he ends up throwing him like through this partition or whatever that's made of glass, and he falls down, and the glass goes through the guy, and he ends up killing him. So he and searches. That was Sully. His, so Sully's dead now. No, Sully got dropped over the cliff. Oh, I'm sorry. So who's the Cook guy? is the guy Cook. who's dead. Cook just died. Okay, I'm sorry. Yeah. There's a lot of guys. A lot of bad guys. So, Cook's dead. They go out and search his car. They find a fuel receipt for airplane fuel in the that's, glove box of his car. That's a good place to And the flight attendant, Sydney, is like, I'm training to be a pilot, and I know that this fuel is <laughs> for amphibious plane it's for an amphibious plane whatever yeah well, so then they they go to this they're like we need to go to where this fuel is and they go to this place called patria enterprises it's like this rundown warehouse behind barbed wire fence or whatever so arnold crawls up and he pulls his panel off the wall and he gets in and you look inside and it's like total illegal operation right so there's tanks in there and there's jeeps and they're like loading up big artillery guns and stuff he's like i have to resupply <laughs> no there's all <laughs> kinds of people in there oh he needs his supplies so gotta kick some butt he sneaks his way into this room and he looks at this map and he's like you know the fuel that they was on the receipt they're like oh it only lasts for this much time in this plane so we draw a circle around on the map and it's got to be on this island so that's where we need to head or whatever so then they're like let's go so they get in the car together and he's like we need supplies i told you yeah so then i told you (laughs) i called it so then he goes i have to and he Gets in the car and they drive to essentially what is this guns and ammo surplus store. So he, there just happens to be a bulldozer next to the place. So he gets in this bulldozer and he like smashes the windows and Mm -hmm. gets in. So they get out this shopping cart and they just start loading it up with stuff. And he goes behind the counter and he's like feeling around. He's like, come on, it's got to be here somewhere. And he pushes this button, and then this door opens behind, and it's got all the illegal stuff in there, oh, right? Of so course, it's because like, everybody has yep, that. So like, <laughs> I'm going to go in the next gun show. Okay, so. Technical difficulties. He goes in, and the, the back room has got, like, rocket launchers and big, huge machine mm-hmm. guns and stuff like that. So he starts loading all this stuff up, you know, vests and stuff like that. So the cops show up and arrest him. And Cindy wasn't in the store at the time. So they call in this paddy wagon and they throw him in the back and they start driving away. And Cindy starts following them and pulls up alongside. And the guys are like, hey, how's it going? You know, the police guy's driving the truck. So she leaves, she stays in the car at the light and they drive away. And then she stands up and they're looking at her in the rear view. 
she turns around and grabs the rocket launcher out of the back seat. Of course. And she holds it up on her shoulder and she shoots it. It goes the wrong way. It does. It ah, flies I it. backwards. I think I might have seen that scene maybe. And it blows up some store behind her. So then she turns it around and she shoots it again at the paddy wagon. And it she doesn't blow up the whole thing, but she like gets it underneath so it like flips the paddy wagon. Yeah, because he can't die. Yeah, and then he gets out and How convenient. Um, yeah, so they they get out and then and that's essentially that scene. So the next scene you see Jenny being brought into That's the daughter. Yes, being brought into the house where they're basically keeping her and she gets thrown in this room and the the windows are all boarded up and stuff. Mm-hmm. And she, you know, obviously wants to get out. So then they go back to um Matrix and Sydney Cindy where the place where the plane is right so they find the plane and they're loading it up with all the stuff that he took and all of a sudden these like army guys show up mm-hmm. like the bad army guys mm-hmm. and they start shooting at him and then she's and he's like start the plane and she's like i don't know how to do this this is she's trained is like, to be a pilot come on she should yeah but this plane is like ancient oh, like man. she's like this plane is so old it doesn't even have an LED screen in it or whatever. So she's like pulling They didn't have LED, LED and, screens in it and, 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 uh, in the 80s, <laughs> Come on. Or LED displays or whatever. So he comes in and he's like, come on, start this. And he goes and he hits He hits it. He hits and it. it makes it go. Whatever. And he's like, works every the time. No, you got to say it better. Works every time. That's better. So then they start, they take off in the plane. It's amphibious plane. They take off from the water and they're flying in the air. And then it goes to the scene where Bill Paxton. Oh yeah. Is he's like, uh, mm-hmm. they're on a ship and he's like, a detector. No, like a, like a Marine. Yeah. Like a, like a sonar. radar guy. Yeah, gotcha. And he's like, you know, so-and-so plane, identify yourself. You're flying over this gunnery range. You can't be, up in the air here or whatever and matrix is like call kirby and he'll tell you what's going on or whatever and then because it's that easy he's like we that easy we got to get out of their sight or whatever so they basically decide to fly super low to the water so they're not detected by radar Mm -hmm. and then they go the scene goes back to jenny in the room and she's takes the handle out of the back of the door yeah, and essentially uses that to pry she open the wood. It. She's going MacGyver. Yeah, so she pries the wood, pieces of wood off the window so she can crawl out. She must have watched a lot of MacGyver with Well, her I mean, she's got Arnold for a dad, so. Um, so she crawls out essentially and, and escapes. Mm. And then it goes back to Matrix and he gets out of the plane and he's throwing all of his equipment into this inflatable rowboat. Yeah. And all he's wearing is a Speedo. Gross. So gross. he's throwing this stuff in and and then she, he's like, I want you to maintain radio silence until... Um, I want you to maintain radio <laughs> yeah. silence. Essentially until... Um, so Kirby knows that 
you know, this is what's going on. That's where he needs to go. And she's like, well, how am I going to know when I need to radio? And he's like, when all hell breaks loose. <laughs> so he gets to the shore and he gets out and then you've got like this quick montage of him putting montage, on his montage. vest and putting yeah. on the war paint on his face yeah. and on his arm and putting the knife in the vest. And oh yeah, the close-ups. Hooking the on, yeah, right. And ho- hooking on the grenades onto his vest and then he's like all fully geared up. And then it flashes back to the plane landing in Valverde. Oh, the one he was supposed to be on. Yeah, and Henriquez, the his hat falls off and he's got like blood dripping from his oh, nose and his skin's like all white. And they're like, oh my gosh, people are screaming. So then they, but, they unload him off the plane and these guys that were there to pick him up, yeah, Henriquez and Matrix, was call like, Arius and say, he's not on the plane, you know. Was this a commercial flight, by the way? Yeah, it was. So it, was like, it, was, so it wasn't like, it was a private flight, and there was two guys on it, and one guy got off, and one other one was dead, and the, the stewardess was like, oh, oh well. And then they land, and they're like, holy crap, where's that guy? So it was He was sleeping. Flight. He had the hat over his head. And I know, but still. Yeah, this, they didn't know that he was dead oh, until okay, they landed. So they call Arius, and and Arius is like, kill her, you know, because obviously he's not on the plane. He wants Jenny to be killed. So Bennett goes to kill her and opens the door, and she's gone. She's and so clever. he goes to chase her, and then Matrix is coming up on the island, right? And He's, he's coming up out of the water? No, like, he was he was on the, on on the, the shore pool. gearing up. He wasn't in the water. So he comes up through like the woods and stuff and it's like this huge island that's got, you know, army camps and stuff all set up and then there's like this big mansion Mm, up on the mm -hmm, hill mm -hmm. or whatever. So first he starts killing people with knives to try and be quiet. Oh, that ain't gonna work. And then he sets up all these claymore mines Mm. next to these buildings. Mm Mm-hmm. Which, if you know anything about claymores, they basically just shoot stuff in one direction Mm. to kill somebody when they walk past. Mm -hmm. And he shoots up this guy in this tower, and then he sets off the alarm as he's falling out of the tower. And then it's like the alarm's going off. Then everyone, yeah, then everybody starts come running, and then he hits the button, and every single building around him explodes into like million pieces like the entire building because all of these he, buildings just of, explode because of the things that he set up yeah right right <laughs> so sure. all these buildings just and explode. He, and he held all of that those explosives on him as person well it only showed him in. like planting like two or three explosives and then like and then six buildings <laughs> he must have up. had like a hundred bombs and you just didn't know it so this other thing that was funny is he throws these grenades at these guys and these guys are running toward him. And when the grenades explode, these guys go shooting up into the air. But what's funny is that if you look really close, you can see the ramps that come up out of the ground. So these guys are on the ramps and then it explodes and the ramps like launch them up in the air (laughs) and you can see the ramps up in the air. Nice. You got to see, I mean, you look real close when you can see them. So then he, 
runs to this garden shed because all these guys are like chasing after him. Mm-hmm. And he's looking around trying to find stuff. And then all these guys surround it. And then they just like unload mm-hmm. bullets on it and just like totally destroy the shed. So then they open the door to go in and down comes a pitchfork right into the guy's Ooh. chest. And then he comes Baby out trap. and he's throwing circular oh saw blades mm-hmm. like ninja stars oh, and yeah. throwing them at. But they're huge? They're circular saw blades. Yeah, so they're like so they're 12 inch blades. Yeah. yeah. And he's, or he got them out of the blades. shed. Yeah. And he's throwing them at guys and they're dying. And then he takes this axe and he holds Ew. it upside down and goes up in, in between Ew. this guy's groin. Oh. And then he takes a machete and he chops another guy's arm off and the guy's walking around and there's like blood shooting out of his arm. Good stuff. So then Jenny, as she's running away... Exactly why I don't watch these movies. ...runs down into this industrial basement area mm-hmm. where there's like steam flying up and, and stuff like that. Mm. There's no toxic waste. And Bennett's chasing her, so there's more shooting up and killing that's going on. And Matrix goes into the mansion to try and find Arius to basically destroy him. So he's they're following him, and he's chasing him, and he ends up shooting him with a shotgun, and he flies off this um, balcony essentially and and dies. He did. So Jenny, she's like, "Daddy." And she's 13 and 14 years Matrix old. Matrix turns and is like, oh, I got to go find her. And I'm thinking, how can you hear her? Because she's like in this industrial basement and he's up in the mansion. Right. So that was that stupid. Hilarious. So Bennett grabs Jenny and basically starts walking her away because he catches up with her. And he's like. I'm going to kill her. And Matrix comes up and he's like, let her go. You want me. You don't want her. And are you going to give away the ending to everybody? Are, are we at the end? Yeah, we're getting close to the end. Ooh, are you gonna so give spoiler away? alert, if you haven't seen Commando, <laughs> probably say that at which the we've beginning. already gone through about 75% of the plot. <laughs> That's probably true. Um, so then he's like, you know, fight me man to man. He's like, we don't need to use guns. So he puts down his gun and that is the dumbest thing. And he ends before he does that though he ends up shooting him in the arm and he's like, like you can take me Jones thing you can take me I've only got one arm you know you can fight me and he's like yeah he's like I can totally take you he says I can beat you and you don't like being interrupted and Bennett's like I can take you and he goes come on Bennett let's party. <laughs> so then they start having a knife fight and then they're going back and forth and then there's this furnace down there and they open the door and there's these like flames shooting out of the furnace and Matrix holds Bennett's face to the flames and then they it turn melts and then off. they hold oh, dang. Bennett holds Matrix's face to the flames. It's like back and forth. Yeah, back and forth and then he pushes Bennett and he goes up against this fence that's like electrified and he's like oh gets shocked and stuff but then he steps off of it and he's totally fine and then he throws um matrix down and then they kind of do some more tangling and twisting or whatever and then he gets up and bennett's standing against this 
like big, um, I don't know, like tank basically. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And Matrix pulls this pipe off the wall and he throws the pipe and it goes right through Matrix's Ooh, like chest, chest basically right the into heart. the tank. And the tank starts shooting steam out of the pipe. Whatever. That through is like Matrix. Just because of what or he through, threw. through uh, Bennett. Just whatever. And Matrix says, let off some steam, Bennett. <laughs> is that the end? Well, the end. Almost. So the almost. army shows up after Cindy calls in reinforcements and Kirby comes in and Kirby's like, did you leave anything for us? And he's like, just bodies. <laughs> And then he's like, this is the the last time, he says. I'm not going to do this again because I'm retired. He doesn't say that specifically, but he says, this is the last time. And then Kirby turns and he's like, until the next time. And then Matrix turns and says, no chance. (laughs) And then the steel drum starts playing. And then they basically, the credits roll. He gets into the plane and the plane flies off into the distance. Okay, so was there a commando two or three or No, there was not. There was just the one commando. Thank God. So now that I've explained it, would you watch this? Heck, no way. No way. That was so brutal. That was really hard to listen to. Yeah, so a couple quick trivia things. Um, Cook is played by Bill Duke, who actually is in Predator with Arnold on his same unit. Mm -hmm. So they they were in the movie together. They're army Um, movies. Arnold performed a lot of his own stunts because they couldn't find a body double big enough for him. The mall that Sully goes to is the same mall that was used in Terminator 2. Oh, which is also another. It's in California. Movie. Or not Terminator Two. I'm sorry, Beverly Hills Cop. Oh, oh, well, that's a different movie then. Like Arnold wasn't in. Right, Beverly right. So I misspoke. Gotcha. And then his body count is 109. In that movie alone. In that movie, so. What a murder! That's pretty much it. That was torturous. So, any other questions or? No. Are we gonna have to like do Rambo next or something? <laughs> What are we doing? What are what's the plan for? So coming up, what I would like to do is solicit some suggestions from listeners, and I've created an email address so you can email mmwwwpodcast at gmail dot com, which is movies my wife won't watch podcast at gmail dot com. It's mmwwpodcast at gmail.com so questions comments and maybe we can review those on the next (laughs) podcast that we do but looking for movies essentially you think my wife won't watch which i'm sure there's a lot of them so there are there are a lot of movies i will watch though maybe we'll do one that make you listen to downton abbey or something you're gonna (laughs) love it that's a different podcast (laughs) so thanks for listening and hope you enjoyed it and if you want more, then you can come back. You're welcome, honey. For the next episode. <laughs> Thanks for your help. All right. Bye-bye. Bye.